Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Open Minded Podcast. I just wanted to reintroduce myself. My name is Kaylee. Um, I'm 20. I live in Oregon. If you are a new listener, hello. I've been noticing that the listens have been going up a lot lately, so I just wanted to reintroduce myself in case you haven't heard the first episode where I kind of go into detail of who I am, where I'm from, and things like that. But today, we are going to be talking about auras and how they relate to your life. I actually wanted to talk about auras last week, but I realized as diving in a little deeper to auras that chakras are a huge part of it. So, and part of its understanding. So, I talked about chakras last week, and now we're going to be talking about auras. So, if you didn't listen to last week's episode, definitely go ahead and do that. But, side note, how was everyone's Thanksgiving? Um, I spent time with my family. I ate so, so much food. Um, As I had said a couple episodes ago, I am lactose intolerant. And if you look at the Thanksgiving dinner table, there's everything filled with dairy. So um, I ate it anyway, just like the natural lactose intolerant person would. I ate it. I looked pregnant. It looked huge, but it was so worth it. It was super, super good. Now, you may have heard someone say, oh, they have a good aura to them, or they had weird energy to them. So you're wondering, what are auras? Well, as humans, we all radiate a very low level of electricity that is also known as the electromagnetic field. So when talking about auras, it's talking about the unseen spiritual energy field surrounding all living things. It gives you an insight into yours and others' emotional well-being. You can't always see auras to the naked eye, but you can feel them. It's like when you meet someone and they feel like they have a good positive energy or a negative vibe. Anything that is alive has an aura. This aura is usually a color that you hold with your energy. There are seven different aura planes you have and each one represents something different. Think of it like layers of an onion which also corresponds to your chakras. If you know, you know from last week's episode. Chakras are real and definitely very important. But anyways, yes, you have the seven different aura planes. All right, so the first one is your etheric layer. This is the layer closest to the physical body and the layer some therapists can actually see in treatment. This sits approximately two to four inches away from the physical body and can be seen as a gray, violet, purple mist. This layer is also connected to your root chakra. The second one is the emotional layer. This layer sits directly outside the etheric body, extending one to three inches. This layer is connected to the sacral chakra, and holds all of our emotions, feelings, and sensitivities such as joy, sorrow, love, and hate. The third one is the mental layer. This layer sits directly outside of the emotional body, extending three to eight inches from the physical body. 
This layer is connected to the solar plexus chakra and contains all of the mental thought processes such as rules, regulation, judgment, discipline. This layer is represented by the color yellow. The fourth one is the astral layer. This layer can extend out to one foot. It is the bridge between the lower vibration of the physical plane and the higher vibration of the spiritual, connected to the heart chakra. The fifth one is the etheric template. This layer extends out to about two feet and it is connected to your throat chakra. This layer represents the blueprint of the physical body. The sixth one is the casual layer. Um, this layer can extend for up to two and a half feet. It's connected to your third eye chakra. This is where your spiritual connection begins and process of enlightenment. The seventh one is the spiritual layer. This layer can extend up to three feet and is connected to your crown chakra and protecting all of the other layers it vibrates at a highest frequency this is often seen as a brilliant white or golden light now the colors the colors of your aura connects to one of the seven main chakras root sacral solar plexus heart throat third eye and crown knowing which color goes with which chakra can help you interpret what your aura is trying to tell you. If you see red, that is your root chakra. Power, energy, survival instincts. Orange is your sacral chakra. Creativity, intimacy, manifesting ability. If you see yellow, that is your solar plexus chakra. Optimism, confidence, sense of humor. If you see green, that's your heart chakra. It's compassion, love, growth. If you see blue, it's your throat chakra. That's communication, truth, directed, directedness. If you see purple, it's your third eye chakra. Vision, intuition, and wisdom. Now, if you see a whitish pink, that is your peace, spiritual understanding. Now, from last week's episode on chakras, I had said that the color purple correlates to your crown chakra, which is true if we're only talking about chakras. But if we're talking about how chakras and auras correlate to each other, it's actually a white for your crown. So if you see your aura and it's really prominently white, you have a lot of peace and spiritual understanding, things like that. Your crown is very activated. Um, but purple and how I had said last week that your third eye is an indigo. Um, if you see purple aura, if you see a purple in your aura, it goes towards your third eye chakra for vision, intuition, wisdom, things of that nature. So just kind of wanted to clear that a little bit. Um, auras and chakras are different, but they are also the same. Those are the only two colors that are different when looking at auras so just be kind of aware of that when you go into looking at your own aura the colors of your aura reveal how balanced your chakras are so what to kind of look for if you see a color that is weak or maybe not even there so let's say that you don't see red so you're not seeing your root chakra 
If you see any of the chakras that are completely absent in your aura, um, that will give you an idea of what chakra is under deactive and needs more attention into your life. Now, if you see very strong or dominant colors, you'll want to look at the strongest or most dominant colors to see if they are strong or if they are weak. If you see overwhelming colors, if there is one color that seems to take over all the rest, you might have an overactive chakra. So let's see you're looking at your aura and you just see a bright green, which again goes to your heart chakra. Um, and you're just radiating this green, right? Which is great because it, that's a lot of compassion and love and growth, but it can be overactive, which is not too good. Remember, again, we want to balance things, not overactive a chakra. So you see an overwhelming color, it may mean you're putting a little too much attention into that, or you need to focus on pulling it back just a little bit. That's why it's not taking over you. <laughs> um, now, if you see a low light or low colors, if the colors are all weak, you may want to work on all your chakras. <laughs> um, it's like getting a read into your internal energy. So if, okay, let's say maybe you had your root, sacral, solar, heart, throat, but your third eye was super low and, you know, your crown was super high, then you would have to work on that third eye chakra and work on kind of balancing out the crown as well. So it's definitely possible that you can have all of them and you will see all of them unless there's one that is absent that you need to work on. So really knowing the colors of the aura and which one corresponds to your chakras are very, very important to be able to balance yourself and just kind of harmonize everything and all the energies going on in your body. So you may be wondering now, how can I see my aura? Well, there's a couple tricks. First, start by looking in the mirror and focusing on a certain body part, let's say your hands, and really focusing in on the mirror, on your hands, and taking all of your energy and focusing. Over time, you can see colors, and those colors will radiate, and you will see what your natural color radiates out of. You can also try rubbing your hands together to create friction and then slowly and intentionally moving them apart and back together to see if any colors start to appear as you go. Once you start getting the hang of it, you can try and read your friends' and family's auras. You can also get an aura reading. You can go to an energy worker and they can read your aura and help you with that and just kind of give you some insight and clarity and understanding to yourself. But now this one is super, super cool. Um, it's an aura photograph. So after sitting still for about 20 seconds, and your aura is captured on a Polaroid. And it could be prominently red with a touch of pink. Um, 
which maybe the reader interpreted as self-confident, sensual, free-spirited. There is also another way that you can see your aura is if you go put your hand up to a blank wall and just stare at it for a while, you will ultimately start to see your aura and your colors. That's how I usually do mine. I find it the easiest. I either do it that way or I do it in the mirror. Um, but I definitely want to get the aura captured on photo. I think that is absolutely amazing. I'm definitely going to try and post on the Instagram or find someone who does it. I don't know, but I really, really want to see that. Now, you also may be wondering, can my aura color change over time? Absolutely. A person's aura color can change all the time and over time. Changes in your energy field are reflected in your aura. So your aura color doesn't stay the same for your entire life. If you are consistently dominant in one aura color, you can read up on that color and see how to balance out of its dominant energy. And then once you feel like you have balanced that energy, you can go back and see which one. Now, most of the time you can see multiple colors, um, but... It's pretty rare. Most of the time you can just kind of see one or two, maybe three colors if you're really focused in on it. I always find being able to read my aura color to meditate first. I love, love meditating first and really trying to balance my chakras and listen to some high frequency for balancing chakras and then going into reading my um, reading my aura. Or I will do it first, then try and balance my chakras with some high frequency and then go back and see if it is balanced or if it is something that, okay, I'm really seeing white and that is my crown. So I really need to focus on not overacting my crown. Now, let's say you see your aura and you're just like, no. I don't, I don't like what's going on here. I don't like the colors that are being shown. And you just feel like it's a lot of negative energy into your aura. Well, if you're not happy with the energy you're putting out, there's plenty of things you can do to change it. You can bathe in the sun, take a dip in the water, especially if it's cold, sage or smudging yourself. This That is a practice that I do before meditating, before doing anything. Um, I feel that is one of the best ways to really cleanse, cleanse my mind and my body, my energy. I love saging. It's the best. I have a sage one um, and it has lavender in it. And oh my gosh, it smells so good. I got it from Etsy. Um, but you can complete a chakra balancing meditation, doing sound therapy, like what I was talking about earlier with those high frequencies, dressing for the aura you want. If you remember last week how I talked about uh, chakras where you can use color therapy, it's the same for your auras as well. So dressing for the aura that you want. So let's say you really need to work on your solar plexus, okay? So... Your solar plexus is 
low when you went to go and take that chakra test and you looked at your aura and you're not seeing yellow. So you decide to put on, yeah, I'm going to wear a yellow shirt and I'm really going to focus on bringing that energy into my life. Or you can even consult with an energy healer. These energy workers and energy healers I've been talking about, you can find them online. You can find them in they usually will have their own place. It's kind of like um, how you see with how you would see like a psychic reading thing or those psychic places or tarot card readings or whatever. They're usually in that place as well. And most of the time they will be on the Internet that you can find these people and just kind of do a Skype reading, especially now with COVID and everything. You mostly want to do everything online. But if you do decide to get a personalized reading, you can also ask for some strategies on how to balance, clear, and strengthen your chakras and energy towards you for more tailored advice. There is also plenty of quizzes you can take online for aura colors. BuzzFeed did one, but obviously, no, I don't trust BuzzFeed at all with anything. So, no. But um, there is lots of places. I found that AuraColors.com really works as well. Um, It'll go into the categories of the color. And then it'll have a little description. And you could say no, sometimes, or yes. And then at the very end, it'll kind of say what your Aura color is and which ones to work on, things like that. I always find that doing that one is always fun online as well. Um, and really the bottom line is auras are the invisible energy fields that surround all living things. There's colors that can be interpreted to give you a sense of your personality and patterns. You can get your aura read virtually or in person as well. As you can teach yourself or even you find that you're really good at it and you want to start reading auras as a side job or a full-time job, whatever you want to do. But if you're not happy with the colors of your aura, energy cleansing techniques like meditation, sound therapy, and chakra work can really help you over time. Also something that's super cool is for the aura, chakra, and your body and I'm talking about your physical body based on your chakras and where they are in the body you can also focus your healing on areas of your body where you had a weak or non-existent color appear in your photograph or if you go to do that photograph or if you look at your hand if you look in the mirror whatever you decide to do if one color was very weak it could also indicate a block or underactive chakra energy center so Red. Red corresponds to the bones and areas below the hips. So that would be your your thighs, your knees, your shins, your ankles, your toes. Orange relates to the reproductive organs. So you could be working on making those better. Maybe drinking some, you know, some tea to help you with that. Um, yellow relates to the stomach. So maybe you're having stomach problems or you're not eating foods that are fueling you in a positive way like for me it would be eating dairy um green relates to the chest 
the arms, the heart, and the lungs. So really working on your heart and maybe you have super sore arms, so you need to work on those um, and work on building strength in them. And maybe you're a smoker, so you need to stop the smoking on your lungs. Um, Blue relates to the throat and the mouth. So if you feel you constantly have a sore throat, dry mouth, Try drinking some water. Take a rest from talking all the time. Just sit in your energy. Purple is linked to the eyes, ears, and the brain. So if you have weak eyes, maybe look into getting some glasses or contacts. If your ears, if you have a hard time earring, clean out your ears. <laughs> um, just kidding. But for real, people start cleaning your ears. Um, and the white, the pink links to the hair, skin, and top of the head. So that would be, you know, your hair, your skin, your face. Um, so maybe if you're not seeing that, maybe you can work on some skincare, work on doing a hair mask every once in a while, keeping the heat off your head and really just balancing that. And how it relates to the body, that is actually something I had found out while diving a little deeper into the chakras. So I thought that was pretty cool. Let me know what you guys think of that. I think it definitely corresponds to, because if it's going to correspond to our spiritual energy, it makes sense that it would also correspond to the actual physical body of ourselves. So I think that is super, super cool. Now, again, I just want to reiterate the difference between the auras and the chakras in order to understand how they are linked, but also how they are different. Your aura is the energy field that surrounds your body and interacts with an internal energy centers, works with your chakras. Your Chakras are energy centers near bundles of nerves that create a certain emotional energy in your body that can help your health in an area where it is located in the body. The aura and chakras give and take energy back and forth from each other. So they're constantly giving and taking from each other and working together. As they are very different, chakras are mostly on the inside, auras are on the outside, but they do work together and that's why the colors really correspond with each other. Now in my last video on chakras, I had talked about how some people believe that there's an 8th, 9th, 20th, 30th, 35 different chakras, but most people think that your aura is the eighth chakra, which is a helpful way of thinking of working on your aura, just as you would work on the other seven main chakras. Chakras and auras are very different, but they definitely correspond together. On the Instagram, I will be posting a questions tab, so feel free to check that out on this aura. I'll be asking you guys, you know, what have you looked at your aura? What color are you? And that way we can really have an open-ended conversation with all of these auras and chakras and things like that. And again, if you have any, any questions, I am not a spiritual worker. I'm not a scientist or, you know, I'm not Einstein at this stuff. So you can ask me questions. Definitely ask me questions. I will try to answer them the best way possible. But 
I am not 100% certain I could answer your question, but I will definitely try my hardest and definitely look up YouTube videos if you're more interested in this kind of stuff. Definitely look into picking up a book on auras and chakras. I always find that reading things and listening to things, I find different podcasts or different YouTube videos I'll listen to throughout the day and they'll kind of go into that stuff and go to a more deeper level of it now that you guys have a basic understanding of auras and you have a basic understanding of chakras. Last week was Chakra 101. This week was Auras 101. So I hope you guys really enjoyed this episode. Again, check out the Instagram. I will be trying to have a conversation with you guys on how you felt about these two episodes and maybe what you think you need to work on. What do you need to balance? What do you think is overactive in your life? I really, really want to know. Again, thank you so much for all the positive feedback I see on Instagram. I have people messaging me saying that they're really liking the episode so far. So that is super, super awesome. I'm glad I can share this energy with you guys. And that is really all I have to talk about for auras today. I also kind of wanted to do it a little apology, I guess I could say, um, for the chakras video last week. I don't really know what was going on, but there was a lot of long pauses in between my sentences. I don't know if it's just maybe the way the sound picked up or I was pressing stop and pause a little weird. I'm not really sure. Honestly, I don't know what was going on, but I didn't re-listen to it before I posted it. I just posted it because sometimes listening to my voice is a little cringy. So I just posted it and then a couple days after I posted it, I listened back to it and I was like, ew, like this is not... This is not good. So I hope this week is just a little bit better, a little bit louder, a little bit clearer, and a little flows better. Um, Definitely let me know (laughs) if you noticed that too on the Shockers video that you were just like, uh, there is super long pauses. Like I was listening to it. I was like, okay, Kaylee, like get on. Why are we pausing for so long? Like, let's go. So sorry about that. I'll definitely try and work on the pauses in between when I'm saying things. Sometimes when I'm talking, I really think And then I say it like I'm thinking as I'm talking, so sometimes there's just long pauses as I'm trying to get my thoughts together, but definitely be working on the stop and pause button because I think that was what was messing up last week's video. But anyway, enough of rambling. Thank you guys so much for listening to Aura's 101 today, and I will see you guys next Saturday with a new episode. Bye.